Hello and welcome to Back to Basics with Sandra and Lyndall. Today we have a very special guest, Miss Sky Rose, owner of House of Hair Extensions. Welcome, Sky. Thank you. Welcome. So you've been in the industry nearly 20 years. 20 years. Is that yes. right? So that's such a long time to, I guess, be in one industry. Like, how did you get started? Um, as soon as I finished my HSC, I jumped straight into it. Um, yep. um, I finished my apprenticeship and I was did not want to work for anybody. Um, the day I finished, I literally set up my garage and I had zero clients and I just started from there. Um, initially, I was just doing colours. Um, for the first, I would say, two to three years, I mm-hmm. wasn't making any money. Um, I was married, so I felt pregnant quite early. So that was fine. He was supporting me throughout those couple of years. But um, it took off real quick after mm-hmm. that. Um, I introduced hair extensions um, back in 2010, 2011 now. Um, once I introduced that method and that technique though, into hairdressing, I realized um, my backyard business, little side hustle was actually turning to something wow. much bigger. Um, and yeah, just. Did you always know you wanted to kind of be in the hair beauty industry? Yeah, I was doing hair since I was like three years old. Yeah. Always. I think it was when I cut my own hair when I was yeah. like five. Do you have a photo of that? <laughs> no, I didn't. But my mum said to my dad, please watch her when I go out. And no. she came home to like hacked off hair and it was all different lengths. So that's when I knew. Yeah. <laughs> or my mum knew yeah. that I was going into the hair industry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've stuck, well. I've stuck my ground with it 20 years. Um, that's all I've ever done. That's all I ever know. Yeah, mm. wow. And I think it's one of those industries that it's ever evolving. And yeah. You know, there's there's so many things that are you know constantly coming out as new yeah. trends. There's so many different things to learn, and I think you know, especially in the hair extension industry. I mean, there's so many different mm, types of hair yeah. extensions. There's so many different techniques, and it's boomed in so, the last five years. Exactly, it's, it's exploded. Yeah, yeah completely. So, what was your kind of um, you know? you know, thought process around bringing hair extensions into a color focused business initially? Uh, so when I was, when I had my um, home salon, it was literally, I was buying hair off eBay to begin with. Wow. Can I, I just say that's what I do yeah. my hair right now? Yeah, I was eBay. buying hair off eBay. And um, I was probably putting a hundred to a hundred fifty dollar market on top, and I thought I was like making a killing. Yeah. Um, and then I started to get busier and busier, and I found a few local suppliers in Australia, and I started to use the, um, their hair. Um, I stopped doing color services from home for a while, and I just focused on hair extensions because um, the profit margin compared to doing a three four hour color was um, dramatically different. Obviously. Wow. So I started to see that, um, but I have stopped doing colors now for, I actually haven't done a client color for about six years. Wow. Um, I've solely just been doing extensions now, really focusing on that. So yeah. So when did you know it was kind of time to move out of the garage and actually get your own space? I had two girls working for me in my home salon. Where did you fit them? <laughs> well, I had a big double garage. Yeah, so wow. it was a big double garage and I actually set it out like a salon. So I had like, three chairs had one assistant come along and then six months later I had another one come along and so good. We, I was just booked out like there was days I was working 12 14 hours and with a baby as well yeah I'd be bouncing my daughter oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. yeah um pregnant I was actually um in labor and still doing a client are you joking no wow that's incredible um I finished her up talk about hospital yeah. wow yeah 
So how long, like, so when was it that, um, so how long were you kind of working so, in your home salon before you moved into a space? Yeah, I was in my home-based salon for, it was around five or six years. Mm. Um, and then I got divorced and I opened up my first small salon. It just had three chairs um, here in Yaguna. Um, it was called Flawless Hair Extensions. I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I had two girls working for me then. Um, mm. And again, like, we were quite busy. Um that didn't last very long. Um, probably was there for about a year and a half. I went through um, depression and anxiety mm -hmm. um, after my divorce. Had the two kids, which were um, three and four at that time. I was on my own. Um, I had no family in Sydney. So I had no help whatsoever. And I pretty much gave up on my, on my dreams and closed wow. down and shut shop and sold. And it was in that time that I literally probably would say I went through a spiritual awakening. Wow. And I found myself again and reopened House of Hair Extensions in 2020. So I opened Flawless Hair Extensions 2016, mm -hmm. um, shut doors, I think it was around 2018. Um, 2020 March, I opened mm -hmm. House of Hair Extensions. So I rebranded. In the time I was closed, I got myself a life coach and I was really focusing on becoming the best version of me. Yeah. Um, I needed to become the best version of me to be able to be the best mother, to be able to be the best boss yeah. and to re-enter. I knew what I wanted to do when I got back into the industry. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to take on the mindset that I had when I had flawless hair extensions was very different to the mindset I have today. Um, I see a lot of my clients see it. So some of my clients have been with me since my garage, wow, 10 wow. years. And they, they even say to me, like, we've seen a massive change in you over the years. So mm. the two years of spending time in solitude on my own was the best thing that ever happened to me, I would say. So what do you feel like, what are some of the changes that you feel you had to make, like make and like work that you would have had to do on yourself to like come out stronger? Routine. Yeah. Um, I started my 4 to 5 a.m. morning wake up. So I've been waking up at 4, 4.30 now for about five years. Wow, I wake up once at 4.30. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I sometimes don't even need an alarm anymore. My body wow. clock just wakes me up. It's like 4, 4.10, 4 4.15. Mm -hmm. um, routine, it's a must. Um, exercise, mindfulness, yoga, meditation, journal, reading. Um, it's an inside out yeah. process, isn't it? I think people get so fixated on are they ticking all the boxes from the outside and they forget about Absolutely. what are they doing internally, yeah. spiritually, yeah. like all that sort of stuff. And the, the mind, the brain, yeah. what are you feeding it, yeah. all that sort of thing. 100%. Everyone forgets. And I think when you're in a service-based industry as well, like a lot of your time is so focused on making other people feel good mm. or make Especially them Especially in feel my hard. industry, like we're psychologists yeah. sometimes. Clients mm. come in and tell us, all of their problems, mm. we go home and I have to go, oh, my God, this happened to this client. And yeah. then I've got my own problems. And then by the end of the day, there's times I don't even want to talk yeah. because I've spoken yeah. for nine hours straight to clients, mm -hmm. which are all different conversations. So it does. It takes a lot out of you. So you said you had a mindset coach for that two years. Did you go through any business coaching to become yeah, it was, as successful as you are? Yeah. Well, um, it was a bit of personal and business coaching yeah. combined, but I'm going to be very honest. I think most of my growth came from me personally making mm -hmm. changes from within. Mm -hmm. um, I done a lot of research on um, just basically how to run a business. 
I opened ha- uh, Flawless Hair Extension, sorry. I had no structural background knowledge on mm. what was going on. Um, the taxes, I didn't even know what to do when tax time came. Wow. Um, a lot of it was cash. Um, everything changed once I started to work out how to really run a business, mm-hmm. how to be a boss, how to employ. Um, and that all just came from just um, listening to other business owners online, podcasts, YouTubes. Um, but yeah, I did have a business coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I now do one-on-one coaching with Tony Robbins. Wow. So not himself, yeah. his team. Yeah. Um, that's been life-changing. So absolutely would highly recommend anyone to join Tony Robbins' team. Like it's yeah. mm-hmm. literally changed my life. Mm-hmm. So when incredible. you kind of started from your garage, like – how did you begin to market your business? Because I guess this was There was really no social media. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we've had this conversation with Chantelle as well. Yeah. yeah. How did you do that? Um, word of mouth. And right. I remember doing a photo shoot. Um, I just got two random girls and I literally um, just um, posted up, you know, when you go like Kasula, I was in Preston's. Mm. I went to Kasula Moore and I just put like the little. Get out on like a community yeah, board or something. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Um, It was just word of mouth. I mean, I wasn't busy for the first three or four years. Yeah. And then it just, I think when um, Instagram came out, it it was around 2000, probably about a couple of years in, I can't Mm. remember when. It was when Instagram and Facebook kind of became a big thing. Um, I just made a page which now has, so my Facebook page has 30,000 likes. My Instagram has 33,000 followers, but that's 10 years in, in the, the making. making. Mm. I think people forget that. They yeah. think like they look and they go, oh, she's got everything going for her. But no one sees what yeah. you've gone through yeah. and all the, like the, the literally the hustle that you've had to endure yeah, absolutely. to get to where you are now. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel like the, the industry has changed like over the years? Because I feel like, you know, 20 years ago, like, it was it was good enough to be a good hairdresser. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you've mm, got to be a marketing very manager, then you've got to be a content creator, for, a photographer, yeah. a videographer, and then on top of that you've got to know how to market yourself. Like there's just so many yeah. different facets to so much just being changed. a hairdresser now. So like how how have you kind of used that to your advantage to grow your following, but also your business? Um, well, content for me is a big thing. Mm. Um, I ensure even when I'm booking in a client, which is getting like my minimum package, I have like an extra half an hour just for the content because mm. without that, you. even though at the moment I, I've closed my books to new clients because I'm personally booked out and I'm not wanting to take on any new clients just for the time being. Mm. But in reality, if you're not getting the shot or you're not getting that the, the transformation that you've just spent two hours there's no point in working for uh, in my in my opinion anyway mm. like honestly if you're going to sit there and do an, a transformation that you're charging somebody a thousand dollars for mm-hmm. i'm gonna be telling you i need 15 minutes before and i need 15 yeah. minutes after because i want to get that shot yeah, and you beautiful. do you go home and you spend hours wow. editing putting mm. the, the pics together reels content have, have you moved to um instagram you, i mean not instagram tiktok um, I'm on TikTok, yeah. but uh, I don't know how people have time to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have time. I know. Um, I have someone managing my new business venture, which just started last year, um, Gold Class. I have her taking care of that page. But House of Hair, um, I kind of give, I make my reels throughout the week mm-hmm. and I didn't, on the weekend I just save, save them as drafts Amazing. and then they're, they're ready to post because yeah. during the week I'm just, just don't have too time. busy. 
Yeah. yeah, I find that if my my content's not scheduled, yeah, like things come up, you get busy, yeah, you forget about it, and then all of a sudden you've got nothing to post. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what's gold class? So when um <laughs> when I was closed over the period last year yep. after the incident, um, I had a lot of my clients just DMing me saying, "Oh, could, can I just buy the hair and I'll find someone else to install it for?" So I kept going to the post, posting off their hair, going to the post, posting off their hair. And then I was just like, ding, why don't I have a website yet? Like everybody mm. wants my hair while I'm closed. Created, um, I've always wholesaled and I've always sold my hair to other salons, mm -hmm. um, but it was under House of Hair Extension. So my branding was on it. Mm. I decided to change that and um, it's now Gold Class Luxury Hair. So I'm now stocked in over 35 salons around wow. Australia. So since November till now, in five months, um, that business has also just boomed so it just happened like clients <laughs> were dming so one in hair yeah, and i was wow. like okay that was just a click in the head so mm. yeah yeah that's how that Once came you about extensions you can't go back Sandra. yeah okay so i started <laughs> we, we were talking we were laughing about this the other day because obviously you're extension fanatic you love mm -hmm. your hair extensions yeah. and we're saying how they the trends have changed and we used to go to a very well-known Bankstown salon. Uh, Kate <laughs> from World of Yes. yes. <laughs> but we used to get the weave, like yeah, the yeah. weave. And I said, like, it used to, like, pull on my yeah. hair. I, used to get, like, I went layers. to Kate for <laughs> no, at least... No, I used to get Glamour Sisters. Oh, Glamour Sisters. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I went to Kate for at least 12 years. It yeah. wasn't literally until the last lockdown that I just moved to Clippins. Yeah. Because... Um, during lockdown, like my hair extensions are just sitting on my neck. <laughs> it was yeah. horrible. Um, yeah, it's changed so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went there for years and years and years, mm. but there's so many different types. Yeah, mm. there is. Like, this, like it's a really, you know, it's a great industry to be in, I think. So you mentioned the incident. Mm. Talk us through the incident. The incident. Um, so I went into work on Saturday, um, I think it was the 5th of November, and um, there was a a strong smell I've, I've opened up it was 6 30 i had a had a client coming in she had a wedding so i said yeah quickly come in i'll do your extensions before my 9 a.m and when i walked in i smelled it was like petrol and um i was like did my girls clean the floor with methylated spirits or something <laughs> oh like, my God, like, i was like looking on? on the roof yeah. and i was like looking on the floor and then i seen on the floor that there, it was wet so in like obviously i just touched it and it was petrol or something but i, I didn't think it was petrol at that time obviously mm. Anyway, I messaged my work girls and I just said, girls, um, did you like clean the floor with methylated spirits or what have you cleaned? Like the salon has a really strong smell. And they were like, no, like we haven't. I, for about five minutes, was really bizarre. I was like, what is going on? Maybe there's a gas leak because there's units on top of my old shop. And petrol mm. smells. It was really strong. Strong, yeah. yeah. Like I had a headache all day. Wow. Oh, so you worked through. We worked through it. Yeah, I have content with police in the background. Um, this was before. So... <laughs> Fire brigade came, they put all these little sand stuff out and um, they said to me, someone's tried to break in. And I said, well, there's no break and enter. Mm. And um, they said, oh, they've put it under the door. And I, I was just like, no, this, this no, there's no way. Police came, checked the footage. I was doing a client and all I heard was a police officer go, can I swear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> fuck me. And I was with clients, my whole salon was full and I was like, excuse me? And he's like, you might want to come and have a look at it. And um, it was two people putting petrol under the door. So my old salon had a little bit of a gap. So my heart sunk and I was like, what is going on? And 
left it at that. Um, we closed up that day and I took out a lot of my stock. Um, the police said, um, if you want, take what you need because um, this looks like someone's going to come back. So, Did they clean up or anything? Like, did the fire brigade yeah, the clean fi- up? Yeah, the fire brigade um, used this big fan and all this dust stuff. It was pretty good, but the smell was lingering around for days. Mm. Um, it was so strong. And I took out some of my stock and I called the lo- like the next available shutters to be installed. The shutters, the earliest available date was Wednesday the 9th. And um, unfortunately, Tuesday the night before, at 2 a.m., they um they broke in and um yeah wow I'm crazy so to hear that yeah yeah it must have been heartbreaking to um um because I kind of had knowledge of the attempt yeah it wasn't that it was easier <laughs> I kind of knew it was coming yeah yeah so I actually went to sleep that night um with my phone on do not disturb. I, I had really bad anxiety that night. Yeah. I felt like something was going to happen and it did. And um, the police were trying to call me. Mm. Because of the attempt, the police had all my workers' details. Mm. So they called all my girls and um, my personal assistant, Brielle. So my doorbell rang at 3 a.m. and wow. I sat up in bed and... You knew. I knew. Yeah. And I heard her um, yelling out my name. <laughs> She was crying because she's the closest to me. She's yep. still with me till now. And um, she just said, it's gone. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So we went there. I had to sign a paper to say, do I give them the, the rights to do what they need to do? And I said, yeah. of course. Um, I didn't go home. It was four, it was, it was 4.30 in the morning and I went to the Bay Run. <laughs> <laughs> just to d- get I out. I went to the you Bay Run. Your body was needed. I needed to walk. Yeah. Mm. Um. I needed to release all these emotions, yeah. which I did. I, I think I cried for about five hours straight and I didn't sleep for the next two or three days mm. and I didn't eat for a week. Do you know who or why? Or um, They're still doing investigations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of CCTV. Um, it doesn't end there. <laughs> they went back two days later and blew it up again. What do you mean? So they did it and then they did it again? Yeah, well, it mustn't have been a good enough job. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I you know you all ha- you have your inner intuition yeah, in your gut feeling. Um, yeah, the police are doing their job. There's, mm-hmm. They've done a lot of um. We've got so much CCTV, but I've actually asked the police to not contact me unless they know or they've got information. Mm. And I'm leaving it to God, and I'm using leaving it to the universe. And at the end of the day, um, there's karma. Yeah, you can't do something like this to somebody and get away with it. Like at the end of the day, it will always come back. Um. You know what's incredible? Like I look at your page and I look at you and I see how you present yourself on social media. No one, if someone came across your page, they would have no idea. A client today. You know, know, I have like goosebumps just speaking about it. Like you would Mm. never because you're just so like poised, just strong. You're you're so empowered and you would never know that this has happened to you. And that's a testament to all the work you've done. So you should be so proud of yourself, honestly. You can't let um, the emotions of anything in life mm-hmm. take over the way you feel mm. you actually have to I, I remember for about three or four days I was in the worst state of mind um I'd go to put food in my mouth and I'd spit it out I didn't go to the gym I wasn't it my kids were talking to me and I was just like what until I said I'm not gonna allow this mm. 
to fucking ruin me. Like mm. it's it's not gonna happen. No, I've been through worse. I've gone through a divorce. I've had my first business breakdown. Yeah. You know, I've gone through depression. I put myself out and I'm going to fucking do it again. Yeah. Mm, and I reopened in five weeks during the Christmas yeah, period. Crazy. Wow. I said, let's go. Like it was on like Donkey Kong. See how all these experiences just, they, they, it was a build up. It was a build up yeah. and it like gave you tools. Yeah. You had a tool belt ready. Yeah. That's why you knew like go for a walk as soon as this happened to you. Yeah. You knew what you had to do. It was so resilience. It's yeah, incredible. Did you almost feel like you were able to kind of reopen bigger and better? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um, I increased my prices like quite dramatically and mm -hmm. I didn't even think twice about it. Um, yeah. There was um, three staff members that I didn't bring along with me. So I knew immediately that I was down three staff. Um, so I had to work out the finances of me, not only just losing everything, having to rebuild and um, restock up. And I'm in an industry where hair extensions aren't cheap. Mm. So, um, you know, I I had to really, really consider what my prices were gonna be because I was opening back up on my own. Um, I have now, I have a floor, a, a, a system, Christ, Christina, sorry, she used to work with me three years ago. She reached out to come back. So I have Christina alongside of me now. She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, she's in her third year in hairdressing. And then I have Brielle, my godsend, mm -hmm. um, my personal assistant, my business partner. She's like been, when I say 4 a.m., she was at my house for me to cry on. She was there. Mm. Um, she dealt with <laughs> all the clients that were the hardest thing throughout this whole incident clients just not understanding that i saw some of your posts <sighs> and you were like like what don't you understand of what has just happened and um i went to yeah. court because a girl wanted me to pay, refund pay her, her back or for burnt hair yeah she lost yeah because she paid a deposit or something wow. was that what happened no so she got her hair installed um left her hair in my salon for her next appointment oh salon got burnt down she wanted me to reimburse her worn hair that she had paid oh, for wow so she took me There's to just court. just no empathy. People are savage. And I was just hey. like, I can't deal with any yeah. of this anymore. I just became like, everybody knows me online, as you said, like positive. I'm always online, like, good morning, guys. Mm. I try to uplift everybody. Mm. And it came to a point where I jumped on and I'm just like, give me a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. please. I'm now begging you. Just yeah. please. It took time, but yeah, look, everything's good now. <laughs> everything's fine now. Yeah. It took some time, yeah. but yeah, we dealt with some shit. So yeah. how do you balance it all? Like being a boss, a mom, like everything. So again, it just comes down to routine, routine. mindset. Um, mm. My 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. is me time. Mm -hmm. um, I do my yoga, my meditation is a must. I wake up within the first 15 minutes my headphones are on and I'm doing my meditation and then I'll exercise, gym. 7 a.m., the world starts for me, but I've already been awake for three hours. Yeah. Mm. If I don't do that, I'm telling you, there's days that I don't do that, I have the shittest day. Yeah. I have the shittest day. I end up running to the, like, the hardest clients. Um, I'll be driving home and I'll be on the verge of like wanting to just break down because yeah. it's just been one of those days. But if I've done my morning routine and I've set myself up for the day, nothing bothers me such good advice yeah um what is what's the importance of having the right people in your corner i mean you said you've got brielle so he's pronouncing brielle, it yeah. brielle yeah um ha like how have your relationships changed over the years from your garage to your first shop to your second how is how has things changed um for you? a lot yeah so i used to go out with like minimum of 20 girls mm. 
I have like a handful mm. of friends now, very, very few friends. Um, you have to surround yourself with people who um, are winning, like they're voting for you. Like they're, yeah. they're like wanting you to win. Mm. And they're, I'm going to be very bluntly honest here. It's sometimes the closest people to you who yeah. don't even want that for you. And I've learned that the hard way multiple times, um, multiple times. So surround yourself with people who have the same beliefs as you, as you who want to see you win, who are winners themselves potentially. I like to surround myself with um, people who are just like driven, yeah, positive mindset. Um, yeah, you just you got to you are who you hang out with. Not so. the energy suckers. So. No, <laughs> you know, there's some that just gossip about people, and they're just all about who said what and you know uh, I've I've actually t- unfortunately had to cut like friends that I've known for 10 years in the same. last six months because mm. um I just realized like they were just draining my energy and I realized after that incident actually who my true friends were um if you didn't make the effort to come and make sure that I was okay mm. um you know you're, the, you're you're no longer in my life I've cut them out yeah I love them from afar yeah no it like but yeah it's done yeah. So talk to us about, I guess, like the hair industry, you know, for those that want to get into the industry, I think moving into a trade, especially one that has such a long apprenticeship can be a little bit scary. Yeah, people don't want to do that. People don't want to do it. Mm. Don't do it. You don't, <laughs> don't yeah, do it. You don't need it? No, you don't need it. You don't need it. It's like, honestly, these days, like you don't even need to go to uni anymore to be a billionaire or a millionaire. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's honestly just, I'm not going to say it's a waste of time. If you want to do the apprenticeship, go for God, but you don't actually need it to be a hairdresser these days. You don't mm. need the qualifications anymore. Especially true. if you want to just jump in the extension. A specialty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know girls that are the most amazing hairdressers or extensionists and they've got no qualifications. Mm. So don't waste your four years. Were you self-taught with extensions? Yeah. I was. I was. I, so I'd I done my apprenticeship and I, I was earning two twenty a week. Two hundred and twenty dollars. Two hundred and twenty dollars yeah. a week. Oh, $6.50 wow. an hour. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so fully qualified hairdresser is like twenty five dollars an no, hour. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. Thirty dollars. Yeah. Thirty dollars. You guys are lucky. artists. Yeah. Mm. You change lives. <laughs> I'd wow. say if you if if you want to get into the industry, um, definitely get into the hair extension market. Not necess- you can do hairdressing, obviously, but um. The hair extension industry is expected to blow up in the next five years. Mm. It's already blown up in the last five years. Um, I was reading an article not long ago, but by 2028, it's expected to hit like a $4 billion comp- like industry. Wow. Um, so, and you're doing education as well. I've seen your um, education pieces as well. So you're going interstate and delivering yeah, courses. I started doing education in um, 2020, 2020 mm-hmm. or 2021 can't remember (laughs) yeah two years ago or three years ago I think it was 2021 was my first workshop um it was slow and steady uh now it's just like you're getting requests all the time yeah so do you go and you so they obviously book into a class but do you do clients over there as well yeah so I was going in a state um last year and the year before Queensland and Melbourne Mm -hmm. um I've had to stop that now just because I'm just super busy here Mm. but I'm I do travel interstate for education. I just came back from Queensland. Yep. Um, I've done a big masterclass there. I use Samantha Harrison's um, space. She is the most amazing. Do you guys know Samantha Harrison? Mm, no. So she's, she, um, she's got a home-based salon but um, made her first meal. Like she's just done an article um, 
recently they they put an article out about her just definitely look her up guys she's amazing um someone took 27 years old single mom of two and yeah she's oh, hitting the seven wow. figures too look at these girls yeah. doing it eh? i love that so she's using myspace in um a couple of months to do her education so yeah. networking is so important yes um, i completely yeah. agree with that yeah not it's collaboration not yeah competition. absolutely yeah absolutely i think a lot of women forget that I yeah think. There's so much like, oh, this person's got that many followers or this person's got, you know, that many clients or whatever. Mm. Everyone can win. When I was closed, I was um, referring all my clients Mm. to everyone. And even on my website for Gold Class, um, I I have all my stockists up there. So you can literally purchase hair. And then I have other salons where you can go to and get your hair done. Mm. Like... There is enough hair in the world for everybody. Like we've all <laughs> heard this phrase, but yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna say it loud and clear. There is enough for everybody. Yeah, there mm. is. Honestly, and there was clients that chose to go somewhere else whilst I was closed, and then there was clients who chose to wait for me. Yeah, yeah. both are okay. Like I'm happy with either of that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think knowledge is better when it's shared. Absolutely. As well. So tell me how you taught yourself how to. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the the client that was happy to um, get a hair done? So I worked for Pierre Haddad when I first started my yeah. apprenticeship. I always knew I wanted to be around um, the high-end mm-hmm. stylist. Um, so I used to get on a train, 6 a.m., half my wage, went on the train tickets. So I came home with nothing. But anyways, they used <laughs> to do um, the keratin bonds. Yes. Mm. So I've first seen these extensions, um, you know, what, 15 years ago now. Mm, yeah. And um, he was charging like three, four grand. So clients. Are were, you joking? No, no. That's oh, how much. When they, I say Pierre Haddad is like that, like is the hair extensionist. Unfortunately, of, he passed away. Did he really? Ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. But his wow. salon is still salon going. Is still yeah. There. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. But yeah, when yeah. I used to see how much these clients were paying, I'm like, what are those? <laughs> what are these things? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Started doing my research and um yeah I practice on mannequin heads. Um if you see my work <laughs> Oh I'd love to see your some of my students features, actually yeah. do better than what I did in the first few years. Um but now I've been doing them for fourteen years. Wow. So I've just I constantly I'm educating myself till mm. now. Yeah, that's so important. People yeah. forget they're like, Oh, I've made it. No, you need to continue. No. Right. I I I'm, I speak to women in the UK because like the UK is very big on extensions. Yeah, we speak. They send me some images. I send them some photos, and like we just talk about techniques, methods, what they did, what I do, um, and you, I just keep learning. To be honest with you, you mm-hmm. can never stop learning, especially in this industry. It's forever evolving. Yeah. Mm. How do you keep up with the trends? Like you said, you speak to other people in the industry, but is there any a country or artists overseas or here that you follow um, for I don't, like mentoring maybe? I don't actually really look into or look up to anyone else. Yeah. Um, I do follow a few from – look, if you're looking at LA, America, the UK, all of those type of countries – they generally bring out trends first. Mm-hmm. Um, this balayage and ombre has been around for about five years now. I don't know when that's going to die out, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> but um, for me, I just, I just kind of just. Oh my god! I just forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot too. Is there anyone you follow? Uh, like in no, terms no, of you, there's another, there's a, no. You said how to keep up with the trends, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> honestly, I just uh, what my clients request, I do. Okay. So I literally, uh, like, yeah, I get them to show me some inspo pics mm-hmm. and, like, I can probably create anything. If they show me a photo, I can do that for yeah. you. Yeah. 
And do you feel like social media has like, you know, done a disservice or is it more of a positive thing when it comes to, um, you know, education? Because I feel like sometimes people watch TikTok and they're like, I can do hair now or I can do makeup now <laughs> yeah. or I can do this yeah. thing now and it's not always good. Well, look, you can take some of that, mm -hmm. but you can't really implement that and, and try to become good at something because you mm -hmm. haven't really been taught the fundamentals of it all mm -hmm. to be honest with you even with me i have an online education but i'd be very honest with my students that purchase it mm -hmm. once you do purchase the online education i highly recommend booking in a face-to-face -face or one of my refresh mm -hmm. relearns because it's not going to give you everything you, you you really need more from it especially with like the micro bonds or something really technical like hair extensions it's something that you need face like face-to-face -face education mm -hmm. and you need a lot of it it's like, practical yeah, in nature. Right. Yeah. yeah, so you need that practice. Yeah. And when did you feel like moving into education and teaching others was the next step for you? People were asking me um, and I was like, no, I, I mean, I know how to do it, but I don't like don't know how to teach it. Because I then, think sometimes doing it versus actually like yeah. explaining it in a way that people understand it is like two completely different yeah. things, you know. Um, I started working on a workbook like my student manual, which took about six months to put together. And once I put all that together, I tested it. I done a first um, masterclass. It was a four week, one night a week, four week, one night a week. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and I had four students, so mm -hmm. it was a sellout. And by the end of it, um, I felt really good. I felt really empowered, like to teach other women how to potentially earn a six figure income. Like I feel like so empowered yeah. doing that. Like I want to be able to, I'm a, I was a single mom and I taught myself I have 10 years experience. Let me teach you. Let me fast track you. And people would be inspired by that. Yeah. 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 So I do all different. Um, I do one-on-one. -on -one. I do in-salon training now. Actually, Tony and Guy booked me. I'm super excited. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tony and Guy booked me. So I'm doing um, the Cronulla um, franchise, I think, next month. So Amazing. when I got that, I was just like, okay. So I still get surprised sometimes myself. Like, And I've only been doing education for three years. So in the three years, um, I've probably educated now well over 100 students. Wow. And I have well over 500 online oh my students. That's part of the industry that's growing yeah. so much now. I think especially post-COVID because, you know, yeah, if you're everyone missed face out for a couple down. of years, right? Yeah. Like That's when my real. online education came about mm -hmm. um, during mm -hmm. COVID. I was like, oh, I've got to do something. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Got to make money. Um, and yeah, I created my course. Yeah. I think See, a lot of businesses yeah. came out through COVID. Yeah. Hey, even like my online, like Flourish was mm. yeah. initially online and, you know. Because we had time. Yes. And you have to. <laughs> yeah. You have to. You can't stop. So what advice would you give to other women that want to start their own business? Go for it and don't look back. Just just go for it. Um, find yourself a mentor or coach. Um, look up to somebody potentially like example. Um, if you're wanting to get into the hair extended industry, find the best in that industry. Find out what they're doing. Do it better. Do it just like them. Um, don't stop educating and just keep going. Like I hear it all the time. I even have clients who come in and say, oh, I really want to do this um, as a part-time thing or I just want to make some extra money. Don't look at it as in making a extra money or a part-time thing. Mm -hmm. You've got to do something with passion, otherwise it dies out. Um, yeah. especially, like all in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like with extensions, like I'm sitting there all day putting one, one, one body yeah. in. I get asked all the time, like, don't you get bored? Doesn't it, doesn't it hurt your hands? Doesn't your back hurt? I'm like, no, because I cannot wait to finish and see 
this transformation mm. and the next transformation and the next transformation. But also my back still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My neck, my back. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But I think seeing that transformation and then seeing how it makes your client feel yeah. is like I've had clients cry in my chair, mm. hug me, and I'm just like, Aww. you don't understand. Like I'm just a hairdresser, but to them I've literally – built so much confidence and like you mm. see them walk in and then you see them walk out and then that makes me feel so happy mm. to be able to build confidence in women is is empowering for I me that term just a hairdresser i hate that i do too like i feel like you know it's so much we mix more. chemicals, man. Like yeah. <laughs> we mix chemicals. We're, we're working with. We listen to your problems. Yeah. Working with sharp implements. When I hear someone like, say, "Mix me," blah blah blah. I'm yeah. Like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> How do you know those numbers off by heart? So it's, it's I love listening to it. So many, so many different, you know, elements to mm. the industry, which I think is really exciting, and I think that's why it's just you know a never-ending an cycle of learning. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think is the most exciting thing because. I think a lot of the time when you enter into the industry, you're there for the long term. Yeah. Right? If you have your own flavor, you add your own spin and be known for something. That's right. You know, that people, people, yeah, anyone can go to any hair extensionist yeah. or any hairdresser, but it's what your personal yeah. touch is why people mm. keep coming back Absolutely. and stay with you. Absolutely. It's that connection. I think people sometimes, I know it's like go for it, start your own business, but I think people forget as well. Yeah, you can start a business. You're not going to make money in the first two to three years, no, as not. you said. So yeah. don't go into it thinking you're going to make money. Yeah. You're, not, mm. you, you're providing a service yes. and it's about the clients, you know. And then if you've got the patience, you can wait for the money. You have to build a personal brand as well. Yes. I noticed as soon as I started posting more of me, like I would post the most amazing transformation on my Instagram and I'd get a few hundred like likes and a few comments. I'd post a selfie of myself or a video and <laughs> – there's like 50,000 comments and, <laughs> and it's got 17K views in an hour. And I'm just like, okay. It's so, so annoying because we've spent like hours editing a video for yeah. five likes and then we post a selfie and it blows up. Like, But back that? to that question to um, anyone wanting to start, build a personal brand alongside yeah. your journey. Um, put yourself out there. A lot of people are so camera shy and they don't want to talk. I remember the first time I was talking on my story, I replayed it 101 times to make sure I looked okay. <laughs> now I just yeah. talk, wet yeah. hair, I've just gotten out of the shower or I'm on yeah. my walk and I'm just my authentic self and That's, people love that. Mm, they do. People love that. relate to you. And I think sometimes that takes years to master because I think sometimes when you start a business, as you know, you kind of just cast a net out, yeah. right? Because you don't really know mm. what your personal brand is. Right. You don't really know what kind of niche target audience you're looking for. And that takes several years to develop. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing that, you know, you don't make money for the first couple of years. Maybe you're a little bit quieter. Maybe you're not getting the likes mm. and the follows on Instagram. Yeah. It will come. Yeah. Like, would you agree? I, absolutely. It will come for sure. So what's next for Sky Rose and House of Hair Extensions and Gold Class? <sighs> Actually, today I um, got some news, but I can't share it just yet. Oh, <laughs> you can't leave it Let's just say um, House of Hair Extensions will be global quite soon. Wow. Yeah. So I'm just um, finalizing a few things, but um, yeah, it's um, I'm going, I'm taking it up a level. It's um, leveling oh up time. So she doesn't mess around. Oh, no. I love that. I love <laughs> no. that. From yeah. 2020 to 2023, she's leveling up quickly. No yeah. time to waste. I'm all in. Like, let's yeah. see. Incredible. So, how can people get in contact with you if they want to book you for education or if they want to get their hair done by you? Yeah, so um, you can contact us by email, website. So, it's all done through Gold Class now. So, I've um, combined my education and wholesale under the Gold Class branding. Mm -hmm. um, 
contact my Brielle. <laughs> um, yeah, just www.goldclassherextensions.com. 0424 <laughs> no. I love it. Yeah, no. All my information's on yep. my Instagram. Yeah. Um, it's all there. I would absolutely love to meet anyone who wants to join the industry. Yeah. Um, I'm also offering mentorship this year too. So um, just helping people find themselves because I find that you can go and start a business, but like what happened with me, mm. if you don't have that strong, resilient mindset, mm. I'm going to be honest, you're going to fail. And failing's not bad. Mm. But if you can avoid it in the first few years, which is the most important leap, um, yeah, you can. Yeah, the resilience, the back, yeah. the backbone. You yeah. need to have backbone. Absolutely. I remember it's so funny. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I had my sign stolen from the front of the gym. Like, <laughs> it's so funny, but it's like same, same but different. <laughs> you know, they ripped the sign off, and I was like, who? did that like I was so cut because yeah. I was like that's still my yeah like, that's right that's I, I can't imagine the level of how you felt right but mm. I want to put like a big bright pink banner back that's up hilarious. and I like bolted it in and I like put padlocks <laughs> and stuff so no one could take it but like those little things are enough to piss you off yeah. and keep you going like yeah. holding that kind of like it's never gonna work out people are just gonna you know but no you can't yeah Look, I think there's a lot of obstacles when it comes to yes. business, whether yeah. it's external or in our minds. Mm. Like, you know, there's lots of things. But that mentorship sounds amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll definitely pop some information yes. below. Yes, for sure. So that anyone can reach out to Sky. So, guys, I hope you've enjoyed our chat with Sky, the absolute boss babe. Thank we'll you. pop all of her details below. So if you want to get in touch with her in regards to mentoring, education or simply to get your head on we'll pop it all below so until next time see you guys Bye. bye